It's on. Hello and welcome to one of the most exciting episodes of Grange TV ever. <laughs> we have with us the, where are you from? Ballina, the Ballinai Bomber, the master of destruction from the East Coast, Mr. Eli Hedges. We have with us, this is an aggro from Cartoon Connection. <laughs> this is, as of what, last week, the greatest Asian grappler and grappler from Asia known to man. Potentially ever seen. <laughs> yeah, no, the immortal... Not. The ADCC Trolls 2019 winner, Mr. Jacob the Hammer, Malcoon. <laughs> <The> Hammer. <laughs> Welcome, Jacob. Hey, guys, boys. And uh, with us is well, actually a really, really big announcement from uh, Rob from this. <coughs> Rob is the half of, I should say, who are the most, the second most famous Fab and Rob combination ever after <laughs> Millie Vanilli. Um, welcome, Mr. Robert Whitaker, all-round good bloke. But, but you see, I, I think I think we have a chance to, to become the most famous group because that group's not getting any more famous anymore. Well, no, rest in peace. One of them died. <laughs> but <laughs> rest in peace. So I think I think this is our time. I think we could, could be, be. We could take over. I think we could be the next big thing. I think they did like they have like 150 million views or something on their songs. <laughs> But um, hey, we're just we're just building up. In fairness, they did lip sync, so we could probably do it. <laughs> if we lip sync, we could probably do it. <laughs> you know what? I'm picturing their luscious hair. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. You're Shout out hair, to right? Millie Vanilli. Uh, I was a fan. I was. I am still a fan. Um, also, I got asked today by one of our sponsors. Um, to shout them out as well. Some massive shout out to our sponsor, Jack Whitaker, for <laughs> for providing us with Robert Whitaker. <laughs> Thank no, you, Big Jack. Yeah, that was a sponsorship. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm the sponsorship. He gave he gave us Rob. So uh, that was that was pretty good. Good good work, Jack. <laughs> Strong sponsor. Yeah. Been here for years. Been, been behind us for years. Doing really good work. Really good work out there. Um so we have with us uh, Jacob, and in all seriousness, he did win the um, Abu Dhabi Trials in um, Japan. Japan. Yep. So both of you guys went and competed. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves and about the relationship you guys have. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been training for for years. When I first met Jacob, it was at, at PMA, and he was he was a kid still, like he was a little kid. And I don't know when the he wasn't little. <laughs> yeah, he was never quite little, <laughs> but it was like a fat kid. <laughs> happy, my happy, very very happy. You could have faulted, but um, but then I, I don't know when the transition happened. But then Jacob was just one of the core members of the team. Like it, it was just, it was seamless. I don't know. It was just one moment. One moment he was literally the dude just thrown in and fed to fed to the wolves. And then all of a sudden, now he's like one of the lead, lead like main sparring partners, main training partners. Like yeah, maybe you can elaborate when I that remember, happened. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I started. I was, I was still young, about sixteen. I remember he was fighting CFC still. You fight. Who'd you fight that? Jesse Juarez? Jesse Juarez, <laughs> CFC champion. He's no, a good fighter, that guy. No, no, I was just joking. No, 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 no he, really, he really is a good That's fighter. Started, yeah. How'd no. that fight go? I don't know, man, I forget. Cheers, oh, yeah. no, guys. No, no, I remember training a little bit. I was just doing it Did you fun. help him with his wrestling? Was that because... Nah, he could have used that help against Jesse Juarez. No, no. I was just training, just trying to get fit. I was, as he said, fat, fat kid. But I was happy. Very happy. <laughs> I was happy, and I don't know. But well, where where were you, Fab? 
Who are you? Because like, I, I, if I if I recall, some people w- were saying to you, "Why don't you go help Rob with his wrestling?" Why don't you? And you said, "Fuck Rob." No, I didn't say that. What, what <laughs> no, happened? I remember that story. You told me that story. Yeah, they, they told me that. You know, they told me they told me that Rob's dad was super rich. <laughs> <laughs> he owned that, a glass company. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, owned a glass company. And that's what they said to me. And for real, and and people say, "No, nah, his dad owns a glass company, and he just flies in all the best guys from around the world to train with him." <laughs> and and I was like. Well, good, good for them, you know. Like I, I was uh, genuinely happy for him. And then when I first met Jack, and I was talking to him, and I said, like, "Oh, so do you own like?" And he goes, "No, nah, as a work at O'Brien's." And I thought oh, this guy's being humble. And I said, "Do you own that O'Brien's <laughs> franchise?" And he said, "No, nah, no." Nah. He says, "Sometimes I do the calls casually." <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, fuck. There you go. Never believe what you hear." Yeah. Yep. So um. So yeah, so you 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 and Rob started a PMA together. I never used to train with you. I was just doing like the classes and stuff, and then. About six, seven months in, just got thrown in, starts firing the boys. Shark, trying to, we're shark tanking him all the time because he's got his fights coming up. Because no one was really at his level. So we were just shark tanking him. And then I don't know, year after year came, I just started I, for spot of being one of the, me and David, the main guys. I can't think of anything worse for you than shark tanks. Like, yeah. they have got to be so dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I remember because we, like, we used to shark take him. And he didn't want to go too hard on us, but because... How like, old were you then? Like, probably 17, 18, sparring. It wasn't good, but I used to try my best. We used to spar, but he used to just try to take it easy, then he'd get annoyed because about five of them trying to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so then he started going a bit harder. Yeah. And and so then you... How many fights you had as an amateur? Had four. And four fights. Undefeated as an amateur? I had three wins and then one draw. But then was uh, the draw the, the one yeah, where you stepped in at like 99 hours, yeah. kilos? Nah, it was 113. <laughs> 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 24 hours notice. Do, do you want to tell that story? 24 yeah, hours I, notice, <laughs> 113 ring. Because uh, uh, these guys were in Thailand, they were training. <laughs> I don't know, who, who were you fighting back then? I don't know. I what don't know, what, what was I doing in Thailand? <laughs> Clint, Clint Hester, I think it was Clint Hester who was fighting. I remember they were in Thailand, him, David and stuff. And then I wasn't training and they came back, I was helping Dave cut weight. And then he came into the, Henry came into the sauna and he goes, do you want to fight tomorrow? And I go, what do you, what do you mean fight? What are you talking about? He goes, fight tomorrow. I go, what weight? I'm like 100 kilos. He goes, oh, a heavyweight, 115 kilos. I go, I thought about it. I go, and he goes, he's going to give you $1,000. I said, oh, all right, then I'll do it. <laughs> thousand bucks, why not? And I went in. I saw, they, go to, they, they told Henry, they go, the guy's not that big, you know. He's, he's not that big, just a guy losing weight. And I see him, he's like 6'4". Massive guy. That, like, that's that's oh, the guy shit. we ran into at um at the the gap class. Oh um Sam K. Yeah, the massive guy. guy. Big Shout big out guy. to Sam K. Shout and, out. And and you 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 sparred him at TP as well, and he yeah. hurt his back that day. I remember. Or his rib. Back. I'm pretty sure it was his back. Yeah. Um, but he's a big guy. He's, <laughs> he's a very big guy. And I was I was unfit as well, so I'm sparring him. I had all stitches in my stomach after the first round. Oh, I just jabbed because I remember I shot a double leg. It was a shit double leg. I'll tell you that much. But I doubled. The guy picked me up and threw me across the cage. <laughs> oh shit! What am I gonna do today? <laughs> Jab and run. That's what I did. But ended up being a draw. And then I woke up the next day, and they they changed it on Facebook that he won. So officially, did you lose or withdraw? I don't know. Still, they ch- that day it was a draw. And then the next day they said they changed the decision. So I don't know. Maybe. He's a good guy, that guy. He actually is. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, well, and he then, wasn't trying to take my head off, but yeah. <laughs> you had two fights then as a pro. Yeah, I have two fights, pro MMA and boxing as well. I had had two 
two pro fights. So you're undefeated? Yeah, undefeated, yeah. Um, I was only two, so. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So talk to us about the, the trials. How, how, what was that like, that, that experience? I, well, when we were gone, on the plane, I just kept mucking around. I go, he walks in the first minute, he walks first minute. <laughs> Oh, it was, so was, was saying to me that the, the whole trip, the whole trip. <laughs> thanks, thanks, mate. Thanks for that. I did end up getting healed. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Thanks for that. Was it in the first minute? It wasn't. It was in the second minute. <laughs> second <laughs> so, round too, but second round. So it was all right, but um, yeah, it was, it was a fun, it was a fun bonding trip for like, the team because me and Jacob were sitting next to each other. Oh, here's a fun story. Jacob on the way home. <laughs> On the way home, like there was no, no one on the plane, so like you could sit anywhere you want. And then somebody chose to sit at the end of Jacob, like next to Jacob. And Jacob, instead of sitting anywhere else on the plane, anywhere else, sat next to Alex. So he didn't have a free so one. He didn't have a fully free one either. And so it was him. When and did Alex. Alex move? The whole plane was empty. <laughs> it was just, it was just Jacob and Alex there. Next there. And shout out to the guy on the plane. If you know who I am and you're watching this, sorry for kicking you in my sleep. <laughs> I was laying across, you know, like the four seaters in the middle. I was taking up three of them laying down. <laughs> to be fair, though, I was asleep before I even got there. How but hard were the matches? I think I had the like the, those two sides of the draw. I think I was like on the easier side. That was him. It was Rob. Easy. What's that guy's name? Harry. Harry and the guy versus the final on one side. So I had like the bit of an easier draw. But yeah, they want that. The the first match was probably the hardest, except besides the finals. I had two like not so hard, and then the last one was how it was. Yeah. We'll call that guy Ali just for Which reference. Guy? The guy you versed at the end. The guy Ali, from Jordan. Yeah, Ali. Yeah. yeah. We'll call him Ali. I don't think his name's Ali. Ali. His name was Zaid. Zaid, Zaid, yeah, yeah, Zaid, it was. From yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Jordan. Yeah, so so you're now the best grappler in Asia? No. I'm not the best grappler in Asia. Who beat who beat you? <laughs> it's like empirical C. evidence that you are. Like who who beat you then? <laughs> nah, there's all different weight classes. So no one, anyway, so, so no, no one, but at your weight. So no one who beat you? If you're not the best. How much <laughs> how much better? <laughs> how much better are you than like say Craig Jones? Because you've trained. Nah, him. I'm better than Craig Jones. That's someone I'm better than. Because when when I like this is a true story for for about Craig Jones and Jacob. Um, Craig Jones came to train with us, and Jacob tapped him. I don't know within easy, a minute, easy work. and Craig wouldn't come back on the mats, and he was pouting, like like this. <laughs> and he wouldn't come back. And we had to be like, Craig, come back, come back. And he you're, wouldn't you're come back. You're still the best, Craig. You're still the best you're in still Australia. The best, man. And he just wouldn't come back on, wouldn't come back on. And then we had to promise him we wouldn't roll with Jacob no more. And, and that, that was the story. Stayed away from... No, yeah. I remember and, that, and, yeah. and all positions start in 50-50. Yeah. Like, the, I remember he subbed us that many times. But there was one time I subbed it. We done that Royal Rumble. Oh, no, yeah. There was like three people on his upper body. And I'm on his legs toe holding him. <laughs> <laughs> Told that, Alex, that I subbed him, man. That was fun. <laughs> but but just to give it, just like to give an accurate um, depiction of the level, like someone like Craig Jones at that competition, what would that have been like? Uh, <laughs> not fair. No match. It's not fair for anyone. How, how good is Craig Jones? Unreal. Because that's one of the people you guys train with, and for for your fighting and that, how yes. how good is someone like Craig? I Jones? feel when he's rolling me, like, like I don't know, like he, like he's rolling it, like he's helping yeah. us. It's like a like a rolling like a kid or something. It's like a Formula One race car going up against a Barino. 
Hey, don't shit on burritos, mate. Got me through uni, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. I'm the burrito. <laughs> we, we had a match and he tapped me in 27 seconds. And my old man's watching me and he goes, fucking like that. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. Switch on, switch on, Robbie. Tap me in 12 seconds. Yeah, he done the same to me. Remember the same match? I went in and I got a single leg. And, and leg lock. You know what's ridiculous? It's like, he's going easy. He's not attacking legs. No, he's not. The whole time he's not attacking legs for he, us. Yeah, that's true, eh? The whole time he was there, like he didn't like just go for no. the legs much. He was going for the upper body. Yeah, he, he wasn't. Because it's just not challenging. Does it? Does that feel so? Like, I guess what a lot of people are thinking is: should, should people put money on you going into the Abu Dhabi? Yeah, because I think like just mindset, you know, yeah. <laughs> mind above skill 100%. and aggressiveness. <laughs> Aggressive. <laughs> the aggression's gonna get him. Aggressive is yeah. different. He's scared. Yeah, and the and the subtle headbutts. <laughs> oh, that was that was a big headbutt. <laughs> Beautiful head at the head. <laughs> It's oh. Alex's fault. He's beating me up on the side. Screaming. So, so, but in fairness, though, the, the level's still high enough. Like, ha- have you seen Jacob's progression in um, jiu-jitsu? Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's night and day. He's just going, he's just getting better. And honestly, he is, you know, to, to his credit, he is one of the best grapplers in, in, in this part of the world, like he is. And, um, you know, you, you try not to look at the draw, but the, the draw's half the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's half the game. So, um, no, it's, 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 yeah, his 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 growth in in grappling and and on the other planes like in in mixed martial arts boxing and stuff has just been you know up and it's just still going up and yeah it's just testament to his hard work and training. So congratulations. Do you want to, do you want to tell Thanks. us a little bit about your? So you got Alex Prades. He's the he's the main jiu-jitsu coach out of that gym. But do you want to talk a bit, little bit about the people that have come through and influenced you uh, jiu-jitsu wise? What do you, what do you mean? Like just other guys, like what the experience has been like having guys like Mario Sperry, Sergio oh, Pena. Yeah, yeah. yeah when, when like Mario Sperry and Sergio Pena and all that come, like the, the Borea as well, the Borea as well, when they come in, like they show us all, just like, like all YouTube, you see all these fancy stuff, but they just show you like basic stuff, what changes like your whole game, you know? Like you, you will show you one little detail. Like you, you can show so much little things, so much things, and you don't learn anything, but like when, when they show like little details for like basic stuff, if that makes sense. And you learn that, it changes your whole game. Who in particular? I think when Sergio Pena came that first, that time, showed us a lot of different stuff. Like that crucifix position, just little. I lived in that crucifix when we went <laughs> over to, to Las Vegas and I was rolling with our Duda, with his son. Yeah. And his son's like a little guy. He's all American wrestler and like jujitsu. Purple belt, biggest sandbagging job I've ever seen in my life. Um, and he just <laughs> yeah, purple belt. <laughs> he's like a gun wrestler. Yeah, and he's all American, me, <laughs> all American purple belt. Yeah, like he put me in a crucifix for six weeks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. I'd forget he was on my back and go to the so, shops. Yeah, Sergio, yeah, Sergio Pena, that week, that two weeks he came, make, made a big difference. What what um, so what how what's your training day? What's your day look like? That's pretty the same as like all the other the the same. Well, just tell, tell, talk we us do, through your day. I do um boxing because you coach as well, so yeah. you talk us through whole thing. Yeah, so in the morning on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we do boxing, and then in the morning about one o'clock, and then we come it's down. The afternoon, you fucking one goof. o'clock in the afternoon, one p.m. <laughs> the dawn. Yeah, <laughs> one a.m. We have basketball practice at twelve thirty, but yeah, we play yeah. basketball. Yeah, basketball twelve thirty to one. We box, then we come to the Grange. With Alex and yourself, to do the wrestling and our grappling, and I coach. I do the kids' uh, wrestling and jiu-jitsu from about four thirty to six. We do two classes, and then we just coach 
the jiu-jitsu fundamentals so it's nine o'clock jiu-jitsu jiu-jitsu fundamentals mma fundamentals so your day's pretty much all day on the mats pretty much yeah i'll i'll roll i'll try sneaking a roll when i'm coaching try to get so i learn a little bit more you learn from other people as well but yeah how much is that like that immersion type of experience help help develop your game by being on the mats all the time as opposed to going in doing a session going home uh, it helps a lot because your brain's always like just on one thing and as when you're coach even like when you coach like the kids class you coach them like something about wrestling and then you think oh i should be doing that when i wrestle you know what i mean like inside grip snapping the head shooting and then as well when you even when you're teaching like classes you see little details you probably forgot about and you remember all that little stuff helps. Even when just watching other people roll, you ask them a question, they show you something, I and mean, then it helps as well. So yeah, it helps a lot. Do you feel your how much you've improved is testament to the fact that you're also teaching? I think so. As like teaching as well makes like coaching helps me train more as well. If that makes sense. So it's not like it helps me not having to go do labor or laboring or get another job instead. You know. So I'm coaching and then I can train, focus on training full time. Then I coach and I might sneak in another session, you know. It just helps me get better. I think uh, that's another thing like people, you know, always talking to, to new people that are coming through and everything. They're always like, oh, you know, I've got to find how am I going to do this around work? And like people forget like everyone's had to do like shitty jobs and, and whatnot to, and, and combine it. You, you want to tell us a little bit about your your um job before working as a – yeah, I was at, I was at um, cause I, when I finished school, went to uni, and I was working at the markets like three, four days a week, Flemington. Wake up like 1, 2 a.m. and finish about 10. And I'll try to run over, get some training. But you think, but when you do that training, then the next day you, you wake up and you're done. You can't train properly, you know. Even if you're there, your brain's not there. Yeah. So it doesn't help. And Izzy, Izzy was doing that too. Yeah. Izzy was doing the, the, garbage, the garbage, garbage, you know. That was, and, and he, he was. <laughs> He'd fall asleep in between sessions, like out in the lounge, and yeah. then get up and go again. As well, like you, even probably his brain, like is not even there sometimes. Though, you know what I mean? You'll be training and half That's asleep sometimes. Him, but he can yeah. still do it. <laughs> yeah, he still did it. Sneaking an hour yeah. of sleep and then go back on the mats. You can't do it for long, but no, you can't do it for long. Well, let's discuss some of these fights that have occurred over the weekend. Yeah, there's been some interesting fights. Do you want to start the mad highlight reel? Finish on last weekend's fight. So, oh, you want to start there? there? Where, where did you want to start? Oh, I'm just asking. No, let's just do a fab once. Wow. <laughs> I will start. <laughs> do you want to start at this one? Oh, it's up. <laughs> let's just let's start. All here. right, let's go. Let's start with. Can let, let let's start with the bottom one. No, no, go no. go down, 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 no, 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 no. Go start on Jose Aldo and Volkanovski. Can, can I mention this one? Yeah, yeah, no, we'll start there. Okay, I, I'd like to start with Thierry Alves because. No joke. When I was when I was uh, when I was in the house, and and just before that, I had seen Tiago Alves fight, and he was without a doubt the one dude because I was a welterweight back then. He was the one dude I never wanted to come across. Oh, when you were a welterweight, yeah. Because I think oh, I forget the fight that I, that he was fighting, <laughs> but he was um he was super Tiago at that stage, and his leg his leg kicks were crippling. Like it was, it was, he just looked so mean and aggressive and scary. He was the one dude. How big was he? Huge. You, you'd never seen him back in the day? No, I saw like him in the. Before he fought George. No, but I never saw him in real life. Did you see him in real life? 
Ah, uh, no, no, no. I never saw him in real life. Just on the screen as well. And um, he just he just looked so mean and powerful. It was just like I don't want to go near. Big you. leg kicks. Big leg kicks. But this fellow did well though. He did. He did. He did. He kept um, spinning, eh? He kept spinning, <laughs> spinning back kicks, big spinning back kicks. Tiago Alves is one of those fighters though. It was like he's had a like he he had like a real fast rise. And then it was yeah. kind of he had some down full-on surgeries. Though. He had a surgery like to his to his. I think I don't want to mess it up, but I think something to do. Do you remember that when he had a surgery, something to do with his eye or his brain or something? It was like some full hardcore surgeries. So full opened him up, like like some real heavy shit. Mm. I think now he wants to be a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking telling you the truth. What are you laughing for? The guy, the I'm telling officer. you the truth. <laughs> What's he laughing, this guy? <laughs> no, it's just. I don't know. It's just, it's just funny to me. It's <laughs> funny. It's like, of legs. all things he could do, he chooses to become a cop. He wants to be a cop and he wants to, I think he, he's working still at ATT or something like that. Well, did he say he's done after? Like, I don't know if he said he's done after this, but I, I mean, like, he looks different to how he used to look, you know? Oh, 100%. And that's one of those things that you, you talk about as fighters. And I guess we'll, we'll save that because, you know, probably going to bring it up as we progress through this card because Rosna Mayunas has spoken about it. Um, Jose Aldo has spoken about it. Anderson Silva now recently has spoken about it. Like, there's about five, six people on that, five people on that card that have spoken about stopping, you know? And so that that's a very interesting conversation I think that we can have as, you know, as we, we go along. Like, how old is Terry Alves? I'd say he'd be about 34, 34, 35, something like that. And then how many fights do you reckon he's had now? Like, he's had a lot of fights. Can you click on that just on Thiago? Yeah, let's see how many fights he's had. Because there's a certain, there's a certain like, uh, level of, of tiredness that hits you once you start racking up numbers of fights. Like, it, it, it gets, it's, it's tiring. <laughs> I think, like, one of the other things is when you get to a certain point, in anything in life like you think once i make this much money this is what's going to happen yeah, so a lot, man. 28 fights 13 fights together yeah that's 41 fights. 41 fights like and that's like and that's like recorded who knows how many he's had unrecorded no sparring like can we get ATT back to the, back card, the day yeah, please yeah like the sparring he would have done 41 like, back fights the day. Yeah. 41 fights Imagine that he would have been at ATT when um, Hector was there, and that, that would have been good Whoa. fight to watch. Hector, him and Hector, <laughs> like bad. good light sparring <laughs> session. That would have been interesting, man. That would have been that would have been crazy. What do you guys think of um, Aldo and uh, Volkanovski? Um, congratulations, Volkanovski. Yeah, congratulations, congratulations, Alex. Um, to, to be honest, I, I, Jose Aldo didn't really look like he wanted to be there, like. He, yeah, he Do you just, think it was Alex doing that to him? I, I thought I thought I always thought that the game plan for Alex would have been to just pressure um, pressure on the attack, just much like how he fought Mendez, just very much very very similar, very similar to how he fought Mendez. Um, and I, I I thought that would be his best shot at, at beating Aldo, but I thought Aldo would would pr pr propose some like heavy Arsenal sort of kicks. And, and, and strikes to make Alex maybe, you know, give him a bit of a hard time to get in or give him a bit of a hard time to dictate the pace the way he did. But uh, that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like Alex like put his foot on the pedal and just 
like stayed in that, that range like and was kicking him a lot too was lead kicking him like so much and just just kept attacking pepper at him and pepper at him the whole time and it just looked like I don't know by the by the end of the second it just looked like, like Jose just wasn't there he just he's like man this sucks what do you think Jacob he's a hard fight for anyone like Volkanovski his style as well because he pressures you and all that he goes for the take and it's down. super strong you yeah. take a shot yeah takes a, he's got a chin he keeps coming forward even if he doesn't get the take like he doesn't like rely on getting the takedown as well like he likes the dirty grappling against the cage and stuff but but the th- I thought Aldo would win just because he does good against that that type of style kind of thing like he's fought he's fought all them that's that style his whole life like yeah he's fought a lot how many times did he fight Frankie Edgar Frankie Edgar Chad Mendes Twice. All, all them guys he did good yeah. against. All the wrestler guys, he was always like the kryptonite to them. But yeah. Uh, you notice he didn't throw any big leg kicks. He hasn't, he hasn't done that in his last couple. Like He used to always chop the legs, but who knows what kind of injuries he's got. What would you think of the fight? I only got to say the replays. Sorry. I was away doing some drills. But um, no, nah, I thought... Yeah, Alex just did just outworked him. I think the same as what you were saying. It felt like Aldo didn't really want to be there. I sort of felt um, some people fight past that that eagerness to win. You know what I mean? That I think when you're a fighter, you sort of need to have a bit of a chip on your shoulder and you want to be the best. When you start to lose that and you're just doing it, do you know what I mean for the love of it? You don't want to be the best, then maybe you need to start thinking of some a different oh. career or something. How old is Aldo now anyway? 31, 32. He's, oh, he's had a lot of wars. Man, man, like this is the thing. Like he, he turned pro at like, first of all, like in no shape or form am I saying, like I think Volkanovski would have been a hard fight for Aldo in his best. Yeah, his best time. Be like fight. it would always be a hard fight. Um, the, uh, the thing that, that, I'm, that I'm thinking about with Aldo is like the turning pro really, really young. You turned pro young as well. And having like all the fights that he's had and and the wars that he's had. And also, I think, um, I don't know, I don't know, I'm just throwing this out there. Um, I don't know what his sparring would have been like at, in his gym at the time, you know, like it might have been very, very hard sparring because like, I don't think that the hard sparring and a fight are any different, really, in terms of trauma for your brain. Mm. So, I, I don't know. I thought Alex did... Especially the third round, I think he was super smart with how he did it. He was, he was very, very tactical and very, very, very smart. I think that the fact that he was able to hold him up against the cage, keep him there, legs. that's it. Um, I haven't seen leg kicks from Aldo. I was expecting some leg kicks from Aldo, but there were no leg kicks from young Aldo. I wasn't expecting anything from Aldo, like any of his big shots. Like he, landed, he landed a couple of times, but he wasn't... He wasn't pulling the trigger like he does, especially well, against those, guys, those pressure guys. Well, it says he... Um, total strikes Alex landed 258 total strikes um, and Aldo <coughs> landed 78 significant strikes 190 from um, Volkanovski and 58 from uh, Aldo yeah and then then you start to think and then also like no no takedowns were scored by either guy mm-hmm. so it was predominantly like Alex attempted six takedowns Aldo attempted two no one got the takedowns it was basically like a like a mm. kickboxing kind mm. of fight in a cage, and which which you would have thought would have been would have probably benefited uh, uh, Aldo, yeah, and especially it, the way he fought Edgar that second time. Yeah, like I I thought that would be sort of the approach you take to Alex because you'd need that sort of approach. But like I said, I don't think he wasn't pulling the trigger on his on his dangerous moves, or maybe when he was landing, he wasn't wasn't getting the response he expected to get. I don't know. On um. On Alex, he's actually—I don't know if he's—they've let him back. 
Well, they, but I, I texted saw, Joe on that. Like yeah. he's he's one of his coaches and or his his coach and yeah, he was in he was in a pretty bad way in, in Brazil. Uh, started off just with his foot, and then the, his feet were a little bit like off coloured, a little bit red or something, and then it said they just spread over the time. And he got like a blood infection. They don't know if it started off like a like a staff or something. And when he got to Chile, it was. He was messed up. Yeah, yes. I, I think I saw a video he posted up saying he's he's okay. <laughs> he's not dying anymore. But that's scary, isn't it? Well, staff. Just I don't know if it was staff or not that he had. Do you know, Eloy, if it was staff or? Okay. Yeah. Um. So we don't don't know if it was staff, but just uh, you know, any any sort of infection like you you've both had it. I've had it. Um, staph infections. Do you want to talk about them? Because like that, that's pretty fucking. You look. You you pulled out of that fight with Brockhold. It started off. You had staff near your bum. Can I tell that story? Because that's one of the best stories no, ever. No, you may not tell it. Tell it. Can I tell it? <laughs> no, you may, no, it. you may not. I haven't heard it. Please. I have to tell. Can I? Let me tell the story. <laughs> Come on, let me tell it, no. please. Come on, no, bro. No. Come on, man. Let him. It, it was it was a staff infection. He had he had this staff infection, and it was on your bum. Do you want to tell it? Or I'm going to tell it. It was like on my tailbone. Do you want not, to tell the story, Kurt? In the I'm, middle? I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> and it then became it then became chicken pox, right? Like the staff didn't become chicken pox. He then got chicken pox. But what the worst. But just the staff infection was bad. Like he was out and it was near his bum. And we went to the doctor. I was with him and the manager. Can I tell this? Please let me tell this story. You're already telling it. You're not going to listen to it anyway. It was one of the worst things that I've, I've fucking ever experienced. And I want to take this opportunity in this platform now to apologize for not you being still, there for you. You still owe me money for that. <laughs> it was so bad. I, I really let Rob down. We get to this doctor <laughs> and the doctor... I'm in the room still. Like I didn't... I wasn't like... I hadn't left. He didn't say to me, hey, do you want to leave? I'm standing next to Rob. And <laughs> The doctor bends like no bullshit. There's a little guy. He bends Rob over with one hand and pulls his pants down. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm telling you the truth. And he pulls his pants down. And I was like, like I, I, I froze. I'm fucking sorry. I'm, I froze. And Rob was looking at me. I'm sorry. I froze. <laughs> Rob was looking at me. I'm telling you the truth, man. This is a true story. And Rob was looking at me. Like fucking help me, you know, like to help for him help. And then the doctor stuck his fingers in his ass. <laughs> oh my god! I swear, I didn't no, tell you did he do that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Ask he him. Did. Are you serious? Yeah. He was like, oh, and you I'm watching, dude. I and I, I, me and Fab were staring at each other. He in, was in looking at eyes. me like to help him. <laughs> and then I, I just, I just turned my back, like he was just, over there. And I just turned my back and I was like playing with the curtain, you know? And I was like pretending that fucking shit wasn't happening. And I could hear Rob's like, ah, ah, like this. And the doctor, I looked back, the doctor was fucking elbow, elbow deep. I'm telling you, it was so bad. Anyway, it's fucking long story wait, short. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me just clarify. Their story was embellished. And it a little bit, but it fuck. didn't happen like elbow that. Deep. <laughs> it wasn't elbow deep. It didn't happen like that. It wasn't elbow deep. He bent him but He did. But was, he did. He fucking did. But, but it was a good story. <laughs> anyway, good. so that they did that, and then the guy <coughs> said to Rob, "No, you don't have staff in your intestines. You just have staff on your bum." <laughs> we knew that already. It was on my tail which, which I could have told him that without sticking <laughs> fucking my whole forearm in his ass. <laughs> 
And uh, <laughs> and then we thought, all right, cool. He's going to get through this. He's going to be able to fight. There's a lot of like psychological damage done at that point. But um, yeah, so he goes out, and then he, he got chicken pox, and that's when he when he pulled that was out. Worse. You haven't you you haven't known torture until you've had chicken pox on your balls, mate. Very bad, Rob. It's terrible. It's like as a grown adult. It's, it's like I don't know if you've had chicken pox as like an adult. You know. Have you ever had chicken pox as an adult? Yeah. As an adult? You had chicken pox as an adult? Yeah, I had it as an adult. It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, I think I was around 20, 22 or something. It's, it was horrible. What are you, what are you itchy? It's itchy, but they become like blisters. Yeah, and they, yeah, they were really big. In that. They become blisters. They're not like little kid ones where they're just like red dots. Like they're, they're super itchy still, but they become blisters and they hurt and you fever and then and, and you scar, like the scarring. Last fight. What did ever. you do with all the like when you were itchy? Me, did you I, scratch them. Or you couldn't scratch no, them. I, some, like it depends. Like on a, on a place, not my face. I tried my best not to scratch my face, but like if it was like a place that I was like under my ribs, I was like, no one's ever going to see that. I was like, fuck. Or behind my legs, like no one's going to see there. Let's scratch the hell out. How, of how'd you deal with it? I think it was like maybe around thirty six hours of just horror. Just it was the worst. I didn't know what it was. I remember I was just. Yeah, the same thing. He said fever, hot and cold sweats, but just the itchiness sort of thing. I remember, I think I even tried to like lay in the bath to try to like not scratch. Yeah. So how there was something the, else. Shower. Yeah, or just anything. Do you, you know what I mean? You turn the shower on, you stand there and it's like, it's like itching you for you. It's scratching like, you. Scratching you for yeah. you. And it's, um, yeah, it's just the best. How bad? You've, you've had staff bad, eh? Yeah. Well, that, there was one I had for like three weeks. He wouldn't go. I remember the doctor gave me like, Five, six courses of antibiotics. Just kept giving them to me, giving them to me. I, I like how, to you know, people go, like people come, like they start training and like, uh, you know, you bump into someone, you're like, dude, that's staff, you know? And they go, no, no, I went to the doctor and the doctor said it's okay. And he gave me a, a cream or some shit. And I think like, no, it's fucking staff. Get yeah, off the yeah. mat. I'd like to, uh, yeah, I'd like to, to say something on that matter. I don't think doctors treat potential staff properly because there are some times i've been to some doctors where they're just like they're like eh, could be take this like, yeah, they're all <laughs> that's like that's it you go away yeah. doctor, and it's like and you, you go have a role <laughs> yeah no you're off the mats because you don't want to pass it on but it's not staff it's yeah like but a, on that like can ingrown hair and you're taking like hardcore antibiotics yeah. and then there's other times like you, you should be testing for it you should be testing for it you should Swab. be treating it like yeah it's, it's just yeah, and the other thing is like people like when they train, you know, and they go, oh, I didn't know it was staff. And I, I think like you got a fucking golf ball on your arm, dude. You know, like what the fuck no, is you, you, you were you born yeah. like that? No, you weren't. Yeah. Like it came up, like don't to go on the mats. It's disgusting. It's it's horrible and it's very, very fucking painful. Um on this one, both of you guys are middleweights. Yes. Um how far off is Jacob from being UFC level? Oh, he's ready now. And he's what ready. about the other one, Izzy Fitikefu? Yeah. Three feet of thunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had that for. <laughs> like, Jacob, like, my, my, my team's ready for the UFC. You know, hopefully when the UFC comes here in, in October, we can we can get, all get on the same card, have a party of it. You know, it'll be something special, I'm sure. Um, what do you think of this Jared Canyonier versus Anderson Silva, the fight? Uh, well, this is Anderson Swanson, wasn't it? Like, you know what? That, that that's another thing. Like he, 
I don't know if it's over for him, but he he um. <laughs> My feet touched his feet. <laughs> no, I, I don't know if it's over for him, but he's certainly talking like that. Like, and so was Aldo. Well, and so the whole thing was he was saying he was saying the UFC, I want, I want my last fight in Rio, in in my hometown. Let's make it happen, please, UFC. And well, there you go, you got it. So Rest what? Now. What do you what do you guys what do you think about the fight? His age caught up to him. Old man. His age caught up to him. What do you think of Canyonier? Canyonier is not young. He's like 34, 35. He's much younger than Anderson. True that. 100%. No, he hasn't nowhere near as many fights as Anderson. Yeah. At no, that no, level no. as well. No. Anderson's fought at that high level for so long. But he, he, he fought smart. He was smashing that leg. Yeah. Like, he was smashing that leg. How do you see Canyonier <clears throat> in that division? He's going to be trouble for anyone. He's a powerful guy. Like, he's, yeah, he's, he's trouble. What do you think? Intimidating guy. He's looking at me. Stop looking at me. Relax. What do you think about his performance, Jacob? He's good, man. Like he's he's very powerful, but he as well he's smart. He didn't just run in against Silver either. You know, he was chopping his leg, kept chopping it, kept chopping it. Yeah. He found a little little bit of success with it. And he just kept doing it. Huh? It worked for him. Na, uh, Nama Yunus versus Andrade. What do you guys think of that? Um, well, did you did you did you see really? that thing where they said that she tapped? Did she tap? Nah, probably not. Eli, I don't know why you tap in the air. I have I have seen it, and it didn't look like she had a submission on. She had the lock on, yeah. but not. Do you know what I mean her arms were still in front of her, clinch like that, and then it. Oh, I don't know. Tap in the air. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was weird. It was weird. The whole thing was weird. Like I don't know why she would tap holding the woman above her head yeah. at that point. Like I don't think so. I think she was just trying to Scroll get better grips. But um, thanks, mate. Rose was winning. Rose she was doing winning. Good. Yeah, she was she was doing like she was doing really well. And um and then, you know, Jessica just she's like, in the second round was unit, walking eh? through shots. She yeah. was walking through shots to push up against the fence. She was doing that she was trying to implement that game a lot in that second round. And then she got it. Rose locked on the Kimura and Jess just lifted her up in the air and did what her name implies. <laughs> 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 You're a mess. <laughs> yeah, just, I really am a mess. Just, I missed my mouth completely. I, I, th- I think, I think her name means sledgehammer, doesn't it, or something like that, pile driver, or something like that. How, how, um, how bad was that slam? <laughs> <laughs> Never gone for Kamora standing ever again. Fuck. No. No. <laughs> Dude, I thought she broke a neck. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Early. And here's the thing with um with that, like she was talking about the she's talking about she didn't want to fight no more probably after after this. Yeah. So you got like four or five people on that card that were like halfway out already. She, she's but young too, eh, yeah. Rose. Yeah. From what I've heard of her, but like every time she speaks in news and stuff, she doesn't really seem like a cold-blooded killer you know what i mean no but but there's a difference between that and saying i don't know that i want to do this anymore i'm not having fun is that what she like, said yeah she said something along those i'm paraphrasing it tad but she said something along those lines and um here's a question then i have for you guys that are that, that are fighting and you're like how old are you jacob 23 and you're 28 yes um and you know you've only had a few fights and you're coming up and you used to fight in the ufc you me? Yeah, you haven't fought in ages, really. Wow. <laughs> it's, been, it's been how long has it been? You a broke year. the record for the most undefended <laughs> belt. 
I'm sorry. In, in fairness, in fairness, it was a technicality because Romero didn't make the weight. Had he have made weight, then you wouldn't even have that record. So, <laughs> you know. I'm just here, sitting here smashing oh, so, you actually got, so he's actually got the record? Yeah. I'm like, you, oh, because they didn't count the Romero fight. Yeah. Oh, I'm just okay. smashing records. Nah, that, what, count, would you, what would you count that for? No, how long has it been since I fought? Like a, a year, just over a year. No, just under a year. You fought in June, July, June, June or July. Okay, so yeah, yeah, not even a year. She, that was her first fight back in in a year and a bit. Was it? Yeah, because she got injured. Ever since she fought, um, we were actually in New York when when she fought. Um, That's right. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at the, the first fight. time or the second time. I can't remember. Was it both? Were we there both times? Might have been both times. Because I think I've seen a fight like live twice. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I've seen her fight twice. Yeah. Mm. Um, so so when... He- yeah, you know what? The first time I was in New York with Sophia. Second time I was in New York with you. And I can I see thought- how you'd get us mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but I don't, I don't know. But, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's not that long. So sorry. I, we were, where were we going with this? <laughs> no, well, I was just going to ask you. When you have that thing though, like <coughs> when you have a thing where you're not sure that you want to fight... How does that work, or doesn't work? It doesn't. I think it's different for me because I'm still hungry. I'm still coming up, kind of. But like these guys, they already got the belt and stuff. Probably, it's more relatable for him. I don't know. Fighting's tiring. When you've had a lot of fights, like I'm, I'm starting to rack up fights now, and um, it's everything. It's all the all the crap around it as well. It gets tiring. It gets very tiring. Um, just having to deal with stuff, deal with injuries, deal with you know like potential fights and then you know what's even annoying is just like dealing with everybody going hey man you ready for your fight hey man That's you ready for your fight? it's like oh, no i'm not i'm petrified of the man no but you see like the first and second time it annoys you the third time it annoys you the 20 something time you're just like oh yes you I'm ready, ready. you ready i just can't bang. how are you feeling for your fight yeah um and it's not the people's fault they're gonna uh, ask yeah, you they're that. gonna ask you yeah and um yeah, no, I'm, and I'm never rude because it's, it's, yeah, I'm never rude about it either. But uh, it's just one more thing you have to think about. But yeah, it's it, it's hard. It's it's hard. And it's you, tiring it, work. You know, it's a double-edged sword as well. I think it's it's easier for people that have stuff outside of their life to move on after fighting. Mm. But it's harder for those people to stay. You know, once, once things once like say once you've won like say she's won the belt financially she knows what the financial gifts are of having the belt but you're very much aware of the damage that you can take in the fights Mm. and you're aware of all that stuff and you're also aware that you can have a whole totally different life outside of fighting um and she's got that then it the the lure of staying in fighting becomes more difficult and the ability to move on from from fighting is easier there are some dudes that don't seem to have that. They seem to have their whole identity is fighting. Mm. And so they're able to stay fighting longer, but their ability to move on in life is hard. You'd have to say um, like the majority of, of, of combat athletes is, is in, that, in that bracket of they identify themselves as, like, as what they do. You see that with people that achieve shit all the time. Like you see dudes that, um, like we're talk- I was talking to Pat Farmer yesterday about it and he was talking about like, guys that come back from the olympics and they won a gold medal and they 
you know, get massive depression and everything because they achieved everything they yeah. their whole life. Everything was like winning this gold medal, and then you win the gold medal, and then like fuck, now what do I do? Yeah. And you're only twenty, twenty one years old. Heaps of times that happens to people. They that's what happened to Fury. Tyson awesome Fury yeah, went to depression, yeah, because yeah. yeah, his whole life about beating Klitschko, he was saying, I wanted to beat Klitschko for the title, beat him, and he beat him, and just went through depression bad. Yeah, I think I was, I was, I'm fortunate in that sense. Like, my whole thing was never to get the belt. Like, I, that was never, like, the biggest thing driving me. I just like, I just like beating people, like winning. And that's kind of, that was my biggest driver to, to, to fighting. So I didn't, I didn't have that, like, a depression from achieving what I what I what, what I wanted, and I was fortunate that way. Um, other problems they <laughs> come with that as well. <laughs> like let's let's not say oh I skipped everything. Nah, there there are other problems that come with that, like mental problems that come with with, with getting the title and whatnot. But um, yeah, that that just wasn't one of them for me. What um, did you guys watch the fights on the weekend on the during the middle of the during week? The, week? the boxing. Ugh. Hodges. You're a boxing aficionado. <laughs> hey, of the three of us here, of the three of us here, only only one of us is a pro boxer. What about Eli? The four of us. Eli's a good boxer. The four. You, you, ben pro, you pro boxer? No. Just one. How many amateurs do you have? Uh, it was only twelve. Still twelve. That's good. He's not pro. Bro. Only had two. He's not pro. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> Leave me alone. Pro. Tell me what was I your... was rushed into pro. I shouldn't be pro. I should, be, <laughs> I should still be amateur now. Tell me what was your what was your favorite favorite fight on the card? Which one, Justin Hodges? <laughs> well, let's talk about Justin Hodges because we're there now. Now you know um, you know what everyone's skipping. What? Is that the guy he fought at the way and was wearing Bronco shorts? Bronx Nation, <laughs> Bronco shorts. Hashtag Bronx Nation. Shout out to <laughs> Anthony Seabold. Anthony Seabold coached his boxing. <laughs> <laughs> Can we shout out to Anthony? Can we Seabold. get the, Can we get that card up though? Because there's some other good fights on there too, but I can't remember the names. Um, that that fight, and this has nothing on on Justin Hodges because I I have no like um, this isn't anything about him. But the guy he fought should not have been there. He was a dude that said, "Hey man, like hey man, here's a line to fucking Burger King." jump in it and then when he jumped in it someone put gloves on him and then walked him out how'd they give him the license to fight that guy he shouldn't be allowed yeah here's an interesting thing. thing here's an interesting thing when you had your second mma fight because you'd only had one mma fight remember the commission yeah. the, uh, the australian sports commission or the australian combat sports commission whatever i fucked up the yeah, acronym i remember yeah but the, the they were going to stop the fight we well, credit he? to them for, for doing their homework at least to the point that they said you know what jacob's only had one fight the other dudes had seven fights well, I think it was like 10. Like, yeah, 10, 10, yeah, 10 fights or whatever. We can't sanction this. Yeah. Although, but Justin Hodges, in fairness, only had one fight. Yeah, and the other guy's probably only had one fight. But you yeah. know who that guy is. <laughs> yes. one, one of those two dudes looks like an athlete. Like, it was and, Justin and you Hodges. Know, you, know what the worst, you know what the worst part about it was? It, was? it wasn't like a dude that hadn't boxed in 30 yeah. years and let himself go. But I don't think the guy had boxed, eh? That guy had he was out of shape like it doesn't look like he's done any anything period but then he's he didn't know how to box either no he he couldn't box and he wasn't athletic what do you think that does for like australian that that's the fight card there uh thing if you go up no there. more harm than good yeah then. like it, it looks bad eh? it looks like a joke yeah it, it, like, it, I, nothing's like i mean if he wants to find like an easy fight for say his yeah, first or that's second it, that's how, it. How, how, how much Thanks, do you, how much do you think it was Justin Hodges setting it up to oppose to like the know. promoters and everything, managers and all that sort of stuff. Because I don't think, I think if Justin Hodges, I don't, 
actually looked it up, he would have been like, no, nah, I can't fight this guy. Like, yeah, I don't know Justin Hodges. But, surely, surely. But um, I, I hope but he would he say get, that. What's he get out of this? Like fighting someone like that? No, I don't understand. Like, or if you find someone to pad your record a little bit, maybe. Paid. How much money you reckon yeah, you would have got paid? How much? Is I he think he? they were saying he got in between fifteen to twenty thousand. Justin Hodges. Yeah. How much did the guy that he assaulted get? <laughs> it would have been five. <laughs> I reckon around five grand, maybe maybe less. You four. reckon they paid? Could, could you put? Could you put? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> what? Like, bet, could you put bets on that? Yes. I think, yeah, yeah, I think he could have bet on it. He won 50 grand on himself. Yeah, but you would have won $100. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the been paying. Be yeah. yeah they, they, they'd have to, to even that up, they would have to give the guy a machete or something. <laughs> Justin Hodge would have to be blindfolded. They, they actually said he's had two amateur fights. Yeah, but maybe in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he was 12. That was, that was bad. That dude had no place being in there. He's I, a, I think, it, I think it, it does discredit the sport itself. Do you think there's it discredits a combat sports in general, like MMA as well? Nah, there's a there's a pretty big there's a pretty big division in the sports when it comes to that. Like obviously, you know, your your combat sports fans and 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 uh, like appreciators are gonna are gonna feel it a little bit. But I think in terms of like the mainstream eyes, like MMA and boxing, although they're both combat sports, they're very separated in their their fields as as well as their their. They're like target market for viewers. I have a question. It's hard for you to get fights, right? With all, all due respect to anyone. Not, not yeah. that people are scared, but people... It's been Everybody, hard to get fights. Scared. More MMA than boxing. Though. Yeah, but it's been yeah. hard to get yeah. fights. In period. Why can't you... Did anyone call you about taking that fight with Justin Hodges? I'll, I'll take it. I'll, w- would you fight Justin Hodges? Yeah. Would you fight Troy McMahon? Nah. No would, way. Would you fight Justin Hodges <laughs> and Troy McMahon? How much? Ten grand. Yes. Both at the same time? Maybe not. I don't. Nah. You want to do that? Nah. Stupid. No. You could just say, might, you could yeah, ignore, yeah, you 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 could ignore yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you nah, I'll take it. It's like when we play it. basketball and James yeah. is playing. Like you just. Oh, you're you're playing. playing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 he's got better actually. He's got better. Uh, I don't know. I'm not that good. He couldn't have got worse. I tell you that. James is trash, bro. I actually get shout annoyed out, when he's on my team. Shout I look out, at him. Shout out to James. <laughs> James Vendorakis. <laughs> You're man. trash. Man. <laughs> he's not. He's, he's a good guy, terrible <laughs> basketball tra- player. Good trash. guy, terrible basketball player. Good guy. Um, but okay, so Justin Hodges is a fight that you would do. Yeah. Okay, why can't... Like, I'm just curious. <coughs> I'm just curious how they got that Troy McMahon to take the fight because you can't get fights. Like, why didn't somebody ask you for that fight? Can we put that out there that you will take that fight next... That'll be your third fight. That'll be what he's second. Yeah, perfect. That that seems like a good match. Yeah, That'd be Justin Hodges' third fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it Justin Hodges' third fight? That was his second professional fight. Okay, so then it'll be it'll three, be Jacobs three apiece, three and three, three and three. Yeah. And and Justin Hodges is a way better football player than you. He's better. So no, man, back in my day, I was <laughs> back like, in the day, he's had a good offload. <laughs> <laughs> well, were you like one of those kids that was like 120 kilos in your eight? Not 120. It was about 100. <laughs> Wait, what about uh, Ross Pearson? Ex, um, Ex-UFC. Yeah. Um, did you watch that? Did you like? uh, I, did, I got to made, see the highlights again. And he did, pro, right? Pro boxing debut in the, in the, in the, in the event. Just saw bombs, eh? Saw some highlights of that. You know what? I, I always, when I was watching... Uh, Ross, always had good boxing. When I was watching Ross fight in the UFC, I always thought, you know what? You would be a better boxer. Like I think, I think that's just it suits you more. Like opposed. What to made that. you think that? 
He's just got clean, crisp striking, clean, crisp boxing. And um, stylistically, the way he fights is box. Like, in a lot of his MMA fights, he's, he, he looks like he's boxing in an MMA fight. Yeah. Honest, like, and uh, He's a nice guy too, that guy. Yeah, top bloke. And I lives in Australia. So, there's that. I think a lot of the guys from the UK that fight MMA, they're... they're yeah, sure. a lot of them really do have good hands. The same gym, yeah, that same uh, that same boxing. But they, do you know I mean? I think they focus a little bit more on their on their boxing skills and what they do. Yeah. Perhaps their Muay Thai or something like that. But no, that was, that, was a, that was a good win for him. Good for him. I'm glad he found his his place. He said he found his place. Um, he's a, he's a, he's another dude who who left the UFC pretty early. Like started started going downhill a little bit and decided to change things up and leave and 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 you know jump into an, another sport. Like it's good that he did it when he's like still young enough to actually probably actually have a good it. crack. Yeah. yeah, he looked comfortable as well. Yeah, you see him; he's comfortable. He looked, he looks great, and yeah, no, I'm really happy he got that win, and I'm, I'm very interested to see how far he takes it. Um, what do you think? You both spar with Joel Patia. Yeah. Um, what do you think of his fight? And what's it like sparring him? <clears throat> hard spar. Yeah, hard spar. He's very good at what he does. He's a southpaw as well. Mm. Do you let him know that you're the best grappler in Asia and that at any moment I will take him you down. could put him I in a him, joint man. lock manipulation <laughs> or a choke? I don't know, man. Hard Taking the hand. air out of his when, when, when he hits you in your head, do you go, well, this was an amazing <laughs> Whole time. From the beginning to the end. <laughs> if we could take down, we all over you, bro. Don't even know it. Yeah, good striking, bro. Good How good boxer. is he? Nah, yeah. He's very good. He's top grade. He's top grade. There was a, a, lot, of comment, a, a lot of comments thrown around saying, Jai's the next big thing. You know, I think they're late with that one. Yeah. He's, he's pretty much... He's been great for a yeah. long time. Well, not great, but he's been very good. And he's good always been too. there. Yeah, he's lovely. Top but dad's good bloke too. What, what, what's the... When you go spar, like he's long... Uh, long reaching, great outside ball. boxer. Yeah, so so talk a little bit about that. Like what it's like when you spar him. Well, it's hard, well, when I sparred him a couple of weeks ago, I think. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. Side five, six rounds. In lead up for this, actually. Yeah, 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 he was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a hard. It was, he's got like good. He cuts you off with that southpaw position all the time. Lends that straight left all the time. But yeah. he just um, he he makes you hesitate a little bit with his movements. Like he does these little subtle posture changes and stuff. He's Mate, very technical and he hits like a truck. Yeah. And then when you get on the inside as well, he's not like oh shit, I'm, I'm on the inside. He's good on the inside too. Like he likes the distance, but when you get in, he can catches your punches and throws back. You know, and he hits hard. He's big guy too. He was like the same weight as me. He was massive, big, big and long. Hmm. Um, what do you think? What do you think of that, uh, Elo? The Jai one. Yeah. Again, I only got to watch the replays. I didn't get to watch it live. But I thought the other guy did really well as well. Usually, Jai's put him out pretty early. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until the eighth round, oh, which which it was only an eight round fight, wasn't it? Yeah, but I thought that the Jai controlled it the whole time yeah he did oh, he, he had it won yeah. the whole time but um, the guy took a lot of shots yeah, it was a late sure. replacement that guy was he was yeah, he because the i think the first guy pulled out three days notice he got visa problem had visa issues the guy who's supposed to three fight. days out so it was yeah. a three day three yeah. day ringing and he and like he, uh, how, how do you, but where was the other guy from that he was meant to fight i don't know hey. Justin was telling me at the gym. Because if it's three days out, that, that means like, well, he wasn't going to even get here early for the I fight. Like you, I heard that. But then he, he was sparring. I think. <laughs> no, seriously. You know what I mean? Apparently, he was looking after him. And like he looked, that's what it looked like. Like he was, he, he, in the beginning, he like landed big, big shots. Joe did? Yeah. And the guy was like dazed. And I think he just started picking him apart. It was like, 
Yeah, because they I, threw a towel in the corner. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like a stoppage. Well, it was, but it wasn't like a. They threw the towel in. I saw Joy land some bombs on that dude, like some <clears throat> shots. You know, credit to that guy because he took them. Here's a question: Did uh, Tim Zoo when he fought uh, Joel Camilleri? What do you guys think of that? And what do you think? Uh, is it going to be Tim Zhu and Jeff Horn? Do you think Jeff Horn should take that fight? I think Jeff Horn kind of has to after that last fight. But um, the I thought... Well, Joel, he beat Mundine. Yeah. Like... He, he, the one before, who did he fought? Crawford. Crawford, yeah, yeah, Crawford. Everyone loses to Crawford, but... Yeah. Um, I thought Joel was winning early against Tim. Do you think then, so? Yeah. I thought, oh, no, no, not winning, like, not... not not um like uh it wasn't like a, a landslide the first round I, I just thought that were his better rounds and then you know tim started taking it away from him later on and then like even even like in the late rounds joel was still trying to make it seem like he was winning the rounds but tim was like tim was just landing clean shots the the whole time do you do you think he should take the fight uh Je that jeff horn should take the fight with him or should he chase fight. more fights overseas because he's because Tim Zhu's hard fight. He's young, hungry. Jeff Horn probably like just wants the money now, doesn't he? Like money fights. He'll, I don't know. I don't know. You ask me you. like that, but like, doesn't he? But if he's fighting, like, you know what I mean. He's fighting Crawford. He's fought Mundane. How old's he's fighting Jeff Horn now? I think he's still young. I don't think. think he's, I think he would be looking for like yeah. the because he's the big fought, fights, big yeah. money fights. But that that was a good fight. But that guy was a lot of movement in the first four or five rounds. Kept moving, put him off. But then when he found when Tim Zhu found his range, it was just. He's picked him apart after that. Mm. What do you think, Eloy? Um, no, I think Tim Tim did really well. Just so he's got that boxing brain, eh, and he's coming up really quick. He's come up so quick. I don't think him and Horn should go now. I think he should be tr still trying to sharpen his tools and that, maybe get over to the States, get on some of them undercards and that over there, get a little bit more known in Australia and that as well before they tried to make it a big fight. Um, like you said, I think Horn is still looking for money fights. But after that Crawford fight, I don't know how interested the u.s public uh, do you mean want him to fight anyone over there i don't think anyone in the u.s or who's in that ranking would be looking at looking at him going oh yeah that'll be a good fight i just i can't see so i think um horn would be wanting that fight a little bit more than what tim would how do you think about um what do you think the u.s market would say about jacob malcoon versus troy mcmahon <laughs> troy, he, he could be big over there troy mcmahon <laughs> <Be fine. laughs> i would pay a pay for you uh, I would. I'd pay the pay per view. What? Is, but and then like so. In closing with this, with this card, Jacob is a official that you would like that third fight with Justin Hodges. I don't mind. Yeah. There we <laughs> go. I'm gonna call him out, but well, you're, it's too late, mate. You, <laughs> you, you just did. You it. just talked yourself into a fight, young man. <laughs> <laughs> you talked me into a fight. <laughs> no, but yeah, of course I'll fight him. But I need fights anyway. I think I got one booked. But I want to fight him. I'll fight anyone. Not except Joy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fight Joy. For anyone, but I don't want Joy. <laughs> or Troy McMahon. Nah, not Troy McMahon. He's dangerous. Yeah. He's dangerous, man. He's got that big overhand. <laughs> that guy's still laying there on the canvas. <laughs> I feel sorry seconds. for him, man. I feel sorry for him because I, I, don't, I don't think they should have let him fight. Like, was he, do you think he was actually out? Or like, he was out, you reckon? Or he took a dive kind of? Have we got the fight there? Is that the fight there? Practically. He's on his face, mate. He's out. He's out. Let me see the fight. 
<laughs> I've seen the fight, but I'm, I'm curious. Because like a couple of shots look like they didn't fully land. Well, I just don't understand how they sanctioned that fight. Like, like it looked like Justin Hodges was there with his little brother. Look at the size of Justin's arms, bro. It, look, it looks like he's a fan of him. He hit him. He hit him. <laughs> he's a big guy there, Justin. Look, that guy can't even box, man. No, he can box. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus, man. This is so he's bad. He's looking at the ref. He's like, oh, no. Man, sh- oh, oh, no, I actually shit. hit him. Stop the fight. Fucking stop the fight. He, I'm a sh- <laughs> <laughs> he's upset as well. He's actually upset. Now, you know what? But Justin Hodges surely, did Surely Justin Hodges didn't, didn't want to do that fight. I don't think, I don't man, think he wanted you know to do that. I don't no, think he, he wanted that. You know, Justin Hodges doesn't look like a bad guy. He looks no, like, I don't like, think he's yeah. a guy who's going to say, oh, I'm the easiest fight I can get. I don't think he said that. I trust That's him. That's so wrong. I you trust, trust him? I trust him. I reckon he's a late replacer. Let's just give it to him. Good work, man. Oh, what are you, what's he going to do? He has to bash him. Yeah. Like that <sighs> Jesus. He looked at the rare. He's like... <laughs> 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 what weight did they fight at, Eli? Not probably 98, 100. All right, fuck. Please take been heavyweight. replay that. Would have had to be in heavyweight. Guy, let's, uh, let's move right along to tomorrow's card. Um, and let's start with this guy I'm a fan of. I'm going to say his name wrong. Oh, go down one. Is this, this is a rematch? Charles Nick Oliveira Lentz. versus Nick Lentz. They've had a fight before. Who won the first one? Charles. I'm sure they fought. Can you see if they fought? Can, can you check? Imagine how hard that guy would be to roll. Charles Oliveira. Mate, he's Long. very, very good, man. Long guy. He's a very, very good grappler. Who you got in that? Charles. He, he, man, when he's on, he's on. Yeah, and then sometimes him. he fights and he's not that, that on. I don't know how I he, just made feather, check. he made featherweight at one stage, eh? He's, he's, he's literally my size. Exactly. Same <laughs> yeah. build? Same yeah, build? Same, same look. Yeah. I'm serious. And he made featherweight. I'm just looking to see if they fought before. Is Nick, Nick Lentz from um, that Henry Hoos, Jimmo? Eh? I, I don't know, mean. but I, I'm just trying to see if he... If, I, I got this feeling that they fought before. Man, they both got a lot of fights, those guys, eh? <coughs> Give me one second. Yeah, they did. He did. <laughs> he did fight before. And he guillotined him. Charles Oliveira guillotined him. Long arms. He's got a great guillotine, that guy. Look at the size of that guy. The thumbnail there. He looks big there. I oh, know. <laughs> the thumbnail. Click the next one. No, no, uh, Davey Ramos, I was supposed to say his picture. Davey Ramos? Davey Ramos, show me his picture. <laughs> He's a big guy. He looks like Harry. What he looks weight massive. Is what weight division is that? That's 155. He's 5'6". <laughs> <That's short. laughs> 155. It's a tank. It's lightweight, isn't it? Yeah. But he's 5'6", but he's short. <laughs> in in this in this main event tomorrow, who do you see winning, Rafael dos Anjos or Kevin Lee? It depends what Rafael dos Anjos shows up. He 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 he's had a lot of problems with dudes that like spam takedowns on him. Yeah, he's had a lot of problems with that. Like you know what? That's a, a, a lot of the a lot of his losses are dudes that just spam takedowns on him, slow him down, yeah. gas him out. They get him down and then they keep him down. And Kevin Lee is known for a spam or two. Yeah, he can. <laughs> he's a big guy too, man. He can spam with the best of them. <laughs> He's got a. He's still got the scar of the staff on his pick. I know. It's a tattoo now. 
He's moved up now, but to the yeah. Th- well, this this is a, this fight's at welterweight. Mm. He's gonna be huge. These guys are welterweights. He's yeah. gonna be so big. Yeah, because he was big at um at lightweight. Yeah, I can't wait to see him tomorrow. <laughs> he's gonna be so big. He's gonna be jacked, man. He's gonna be fucking massive. Los Angeles, man. They they don't give him any breaks, but they just give him hard. It's hard all hard fights. fights. Usman, the, the problem Colby. is, look, look where he is though. He's number three. There are yeah. no easy fights to be had. It's like. There's, there's no is McMahon's. Has he lost two in a row? Has he lost two in a row now? He lost two third. He lost to Kamara Usman, which is a champion. Colby. And Colby, who's the interim champ. No, but I think he's out of the rankings at the moment because he hasn't fought for so long. Who? Colby. Yeah, but he's, that, that's who his two losses were. that's probably why he's three. Yeah, and he beat Robbie Lawler. Man, the people he loses to only. Yeah, I know, I know. Good, good. Always five rounds. There's no Troy Troy McMahon. No, no. Five round wars, the poor guy. Every every fight, five round war. What do you think this one? Antonio. I can't say his name. Ian Heinish versus Antonio Carlos Jr. He's jiu-jitsu's unreal, that guy, and Antonio Carlos Jr. But yeah, shout out to Dan Kelly. Dan shout Kelly beat him. Kelly. I don't know how Dan Kelly did it, to be honest. I, we I, were there, ringside. I know, and I still don't was know it, how he Was did it a stand-up it. fight? No. Nah. Dan Kelly spent like every second of every round on his back defending rear naked. <laughs> Well, shout out to Gustavo too. Gustavo Felsaroli, he's uh, whole time. He's man. Dan Kelly's jujitsu yeah. coach, and he was like yelling out, like like doing a seminar from like defender yeah. like this. Say do this, do da 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 da. Yeah, Antonio had like the body triangle, which is hitting him every round. Like and that. how did Daniel Kelly win? He, Daniel Kelly eventually got out and then got on top and got on top and bashed him. <laughs> <laughs> like, but since that fight, he's had like seven consecutive wins, or something like that. It's crazy, man. Like, and all, most of them are really naked jokes. What do you think of the Australian here, Megan Anderson? She's big, eh? She I think, is a I big massive. I think Megan massive. Anderson will, is a problem for everyone. I think I think Holly Holm is very smart to take her down that that fight, but um, I think Megan is a. She's like a proper. She's a big person. She, I think she, she's going to. I think she's going to kill everyone. Or I don't like, know, dude, but I think did we see her? Did we see a life cut out thing of her or some shit? I've met her Vegas. a bunch of times. And she's uh, in Chicago. Girl. We met yeah, her. we met her. That's she right. bigger than you. No, she'd be like, like me. No, no, she'd be no. like me. Well, she's the same height as me. No, she's six foot. She's taller than Rob then. No, she's not. You're five eleven. If that <laughs> most. Nah, nah, nah. This guy's good, man. I, I don't know Derek Krantz a, a lot. I've actually no, I lie. I've seen this guy fight, the Derek Krantz guy. He's very good, but I'm a big fan of uh, Vicente Luque. We we saw this guy in Vegas. Remember, he was training there when when you were doing the show. That was. You remember he was doing? Yeah, yeah, he was there. Well, I'm pretty sure it was him, and we spoke. You don't to know him. him. He's a silent assassin. No, no, no. He, he spoke this guy to us, but he's good, man. Have you seen this guy fight? No, good, good fighter, man. He's very good. Yeah, yeah. he was also on the show when they were the uh, Black oh. Sillians and when they yeah, were in the UFC and, house. And the American top. Team. He's really good. Did he win? Yeah. Uh, I think he did, didn't he? I, or did I, the injury get him out? I don't. Well, I don't know. For us, huh? well, that's why it doesn't matter for nah, us. <laughs> this guy's good. This guy, this guy is very, very, very good. Um, all right. Well, that's the fights. I suppose. Do you want to tell us, Jacob, what's next for you when you're fighting? What's what's happening? Competitions coming up, perhaps. <laughs> I got a I got a boxing fight in July, July twenty something, twenty fourth I think. And we got that um that grappling comp. You got nationals next week for wrestling. Oh yeah, wrestling as well. We got that one next week. We got um. Then you got the golden boots. Golden, golden boots, boots wrestling. Grappling. Just competing. We want to say that like one of us is going to go to the lower weight division. 
Do you want to cut to 74 kilos? No, 74. 94. For what? What are you talking about? Golden boots. Oh, there's 98 and 94? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's, it's 92 with a two kilo weight allowance. <coughs> I'll do 94. And what's the other one? 97 with the two kilo weight allowance. And it's the day before Wayne's. I can do 94. I'm going to compete at 77. Do it, man. You can make it easy. If you if you can dream it, you can believe it. Is that yeah. the same? <laughs> so you got any, got any MMA fights? Uh, been, been hard to find MMA fights, man. I had, last year I had like six pullouts. You had six people pull out? Six or four, five or four, something like that. Just kept pulling it. No, sometimes it wasn't the pullout. Sometimes the card will stop. Yeah, your card will just shut, shut down. What happened that time you were going to fight um, Canberra. Didier? Canberra. We went to the weigh-in. And they had these like shitty scale and like there was no one there. And I'm like, and there's like four fights going on. I'm thinking, nah, this car, something's wrong. I weigh myself, the promoter goes for like an hour and he comes back, he goes, oh, the card's cancelled. After you weighed in, after you cut weight? After I weighed uh, And Didier's a big guy too, yeah. so he would have enjoyed that weight cut. For he was already raging, wasn't he? Yeah, because he didn't make the, he was like 100, 200 grams over. Well, like you have to make it, man. <laughs> As you should. He's like, nah, nah. Um, that's crazy. You're like cursed. I oh, know. So you haven't, you, you haven't, it's been really, really hard for you to get fights. Yeah, it's hard, man. Is it easier for you to get the boxing fights, you reckon? I think it's easier, like, it's easier for boxing, but you've got to find, Justin's kind of find, like, the proper fights for me. Doesn't want to get too experienced, but not too, like, no good. Trying to find good fights for good experience. I think um, the MMA, not only because we train with, like, the camp and stuff, the team, it's, it's more that, I think, more than me personally, you know. It's just, just hard. I don't know. Maybe it's both. Wouldn't have helped, like, that last fight, like, first round and stuff. Wouldn't have helped to find fights. But I don't know. It's not good. And now that you're the best grappler that's ever been Asian. It's just going to get harder for you, mate. The road just gets harder. You got that LA, LA in September. Oh, yeah, the Abu Dhabi. Oh, yeah, Abu Dhabi. Gordon Ryan first half. <laughs> <laughs> Aggression. Aggression. <laughs> Aggression's weird. Just beat him with aggression. Oh, yeah, because you have to go in that 96 kilos, eh? Yeah. Just beat him with aggression. That Vinny Magalesh is in it. <laughs> aggression. What rank are you in jiu-jitsu? I think, I'll be, I think the Asian one's like the lowest one. Oh, right. Purple belt, purple belt. You're a purple belt. Um, you're doing the Alex Prates uh, black belt program? Yeah, it's 27 years to get a black belt. You're guaranteed to get it in, in 27. 27 years or more? Or more. And yeah. Nothing less. <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't matter how much you train, twenty-seven years. That's excellent. <laughs> good, good standard. So long. That, that's what it's set. It, it should be that. It, it should, should be hundred percent. So long. Hundred. You've been. You've been. So you you teaching there. You've been there for a whole bunch, and you're you, you've been at purple belt for a while. Been purple belt now. Now you won Abu Dhabi trials, <laughs> Asian trials. I got it in October or December. Yeah, November. So really, you're a blue belt. Blue belt still. You're basically Experience a blue belt. Blue belt. You're basically a, a blue belt. Four stripe. All right. Excellent. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Guys, thank you for watching. Mum, thanks for watching, for being our viewer. And, um, and my dad. Thanks, oh, the dad, Big Jack, dad. our sponsor. And uh, yeah, thank you very much, guys. <laughs> Steve, I know you're watching. That's the three people I know for sure. <laughs> Shout outs to Steve, my brother, who's, chili chips. who's, who's <laughs> eating my chips watching the podcast. <laughs> thank you very much, guys. Take care. See you next week. Next week. Next Tuesday.